The dreams are opportunities. My job and the job of Winch Design is to deliver dreams. What is good, everybody? This is Michael Sakand, the founder and CEO of Our Future. We are the go-to business podcast and media brand for Gen Z, producing the best business interview content design in a short, fun, and electric format for the next generation to grow exponentially and tap into the secrets of success that define modern business. And today, I have an insane interview for you lined up with Andrew Winch, one of the world's preeminent designers. He's best known for his work on super yachts. Yes, I'm talking 300-foot vessels that you see in James Bond movies, in addition to the interiors of private jets and some of the world's most expensive homes. Andrew is an expert designer who creates dreams, starting his own company and growing his design firm from zero employees, well, just himself, to over 120 elite designers based out of England. You're going to want to hear this interview. It's stocked full of advice. So ride with me on this crazy adventure of a podcast with Andrew Winch. Back when you were my age, when you were 21 years old, how did you see the world as a, as a young man? Because you've had this enormous career and it's just such a fascinating question to be able to ask people of, of success. Like what were you looking at and what were you thinking about when you were a kid? I grew up on the water and uh, sailing. And when I was young and sailing on my own, when I was sort of 9, 10, 11, 12, sailing in small boats, uh, all the way through until I was um, late teens, I would sail past these boats and go, they look very boring. I think I could design something more exciting than that. And that led me to, to look at boats from a design perspective, thinking they're just not working for my eye. And I would like to design boats. Uh, the end of the story is being a yacht designer is an extremely small niche business. And in my end of my second year, I said, I want to uh, design boats. And they said, you can't because there's no one here to teach you. There was no college course at all. And there still is no college course to teach yacht design. So I then um, found myself with a tutor who was a mentor. And again, I would recommend anybody who is is looking for a job, look or a career, find the people you most admire and knock on their door. doesn't matter whether they are um, Lord Rogers or, or another architect down the, down the street or, a, or Mr. Tesla or Mr. Uh, Bloomberg. You know, go to the – if you feel that they are the best and you want to work in that field and you want to work for them, go and talk to them. So I found this guy, John Bannenberg, who was the only person in the world really doing yacht design, and he trained as a concert pianist in Australia. So he never trained to design boats. He never trained to, to be an, a, an architect or a designer or a furniture designer. But when I went to his studio, uh, I, I felt like it was like a toy shop of, of fun. It was great. And he agreed to be my tutor, uh, my external tutor. So I finished my degree course and asked him for a job. And he said, no, uh, you really need to get more experience in the yacht market. Why don't you, you like sailing. Why don't you go sailing? Go and work on a, on a bigger boat. And I, I sailed up to 36 feet boats. I, I, so I, I said, okay, if that's what you said, I think I should do. I got myself a job sk skippering a boat, a 52 foot sailboat from Ibiza in the Mediterranean to Antigua in the Caribbean. So I, I sailed across the Atlantic age 21 and I'd never sailed offshore like that before. And I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure he had a great deal of respect for you throwing yourself into his advice, which was to go and become you know, a, a skipper to go be on a, a boat and then, you know, all the added adventure as well. Very exciting and 
probably sh- showed some quality in you that he then truly understood. And he was willing to take you on. It's, a, it's, it's incredible. Took me on, uh, but Michael, he took me on. And again, if whenever you start something, uh, it doesn't really matter. As long as you get through the door, as long as you're working where you'd like to work, you will learn. And I learn every day. And everybody in a, in a business or in, a, in, a, in the, an environment that they want to be in, it's about learning. It's not actually about telling everybody. It's about learning every day what needs to be done, what has to be done, enjoying that experience of, of creating because it's learning. And I, I learned every day. But what did I do every day? He taught me to be a barista. So I made the coffee every day with an espresso coffee machine. And he showed me how to sharpen pencils and draw with rotary pens. And most importantly for this studio, I became the eraser. In other words, when, when I started designing, we were drawing on tracing paper with pen inks. So if you made a mistake with a pen, you had to scratch it with a little scalpel blade. You had to scratch the ink off the tracing paper. I, I scratched for a year everybody else's drawings. So today, is it usually still on paper or no. do you just do most of it all well, on digital? I, I have a drawing board here in my studio because I still draw with a paper, pencil and paper. And uh, that's how I like to draw and design. And I've never, uh, I've never managed to get myself or teach myself on computers drawing but the other thing about about a career is if you can't do it yourself find somebody who can do it for you so i built a business with more people who are more talented than i am at doing everything that i can't do that's important so you don't have to be good at everything you you never no one is going to be good at everything i don't i'm useless at numbers i'm useless at management really i'm creative i'm a planner i see things differently and i hear what the clients are after the key thing I do all the time is listen to what the clients are after. That's uh, empathy and, in, and being intuitive and confident about what, what they want you to do um, as a designer. So I've been able to uh, build the business with the, with the assorted and, and hugely talented uh, expertise of, of everybody around me. And so it started with my wife and I with starting the business. Right. 1986 was when the business started. So how long was that between taking on this kind of apprenticeship and how long did it take you to go your own way and start your own it, design? Firm? I, I did six years working with John Bannenberg and because I was in the sailing, the sailing person in the studio, uh, whenever he got a, a sailing boat, uh, invitation project, uh, he asked me to do it. So actually when I left him and decided to leave, uh, I was married at that point, had a, just had a baby and I felt this was the only time I really could, could move on. He became my first client because the clients, his clients said, they're very happy for me to carry on managing. He trusted me. So he said, look, you start on your own and I will, I will pay you to be my project manager. So he basically financed my business for a year and a half while I finished his projects as they were his designs. I was the project manager. But in that first year, I was able to uh, not only support my family, but, but go out and find my own business one of which was this uh, Swan 36-foot sailboat in Finland, which was a lot, you know, it's you, everything I've done has been around the world. I've built boats in New Zealand. I've had clients in California. Uh, I've had, uh, we have clients now in New York. We have clients in, in the Middle East, in the Far East. We have clients in, in India, uh, in, in Moscow, in, in south of France. You know, if we're, we, we are prepared to go and talk to everybody anywhere, uh, if the if the project's exciting, we go to furniture factories, we go to shipyards, we go to 
to Lurston Shipyard in Germany. We've built incredible yachts with them. We're building um, an 80-meter, uh, very fast, four-engined, all-aluminium yacht at Heeson. Uh, we are, we're building, um, we just agreed a, a new project in Italy, a 100-meter motor yacht project called Titanium. And, you know, then we're doing houses that of uh, fantastic projects all over the world, and they're all different. The other thing about doing any career is don't get bored. If you're starting to get bored, find a new chapter in and your And you haven't gotten career. bored once. You're still every bit passionate about this as you were yeah. on day one. Yeah. Every bit. Every bit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, every bit. I you know, I'm I you 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 probably as the as the longer you you do it, uh not so not so much you do you get bored with it or but you probably get a bit more nervous because you have more risk. When you start a business, don't worry about it. You've got no risk. It's just you. It might be three or four people, but the risk is 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 uh, that it might fail. It's always that it might fail. The risk is for me that a client might not like what we're drawing, but we've got 120 people in the studio and we've got uh, 30 projects in build. Now, if one goes wrong, we're safe. If 30 go wrong, but they're not going to because we had three client meetings today on Zoom and their clients are all very happy, very happy. So, you know, you're talking multiple projects, multiple ideas and multiple dreams. And the, again, the key is to enjoy what you're doing. The dreams are opportunities. So you start with an opportunity to start a business and every every new project is another opportunity. It's like building uh, building a wall, you know, you start to find you can build a wall higher and higher and higher and higher. So you carry on building it, and you f- you find uh, pleasure in every time you put another brick on the wall. Absolutely. So I want to go a little bit back to the story of when you started, you know, in 1986, and your first project was a sailboat, correct? But then you started to take on these projects such as airplanes and homes and you know your your domain knowledge was in sailboats how did you how did you just get into these other projects and successfully do them remember i started at john bannenberg and while i was with him i was working on sailboats yes but my first project with him was a um a house project it was an apartment in regents regent square uh in north london for uh, one of his clients he was building a yacht for them and at the same time, we were doing uh, building a motor yacht that I didn't work on, though, but a motor yacht for Malcolm Forbes of Forbes magazine. I can see behind your left shoulder, Forbes magazine. Well, Malcolm Forbes was a client of, of John's, and he built a motor yacht for him, and then he did a house for him. But he then came to John and said, I bought a, a 727, Boeing 727, and it was from an airline called Braniff Airlines, which was, uh, so it had, it had done a lot of flights. But he bought this plane and he wanted it to be a marketing statement for his travels for, for Forbes magazine to go international. So he, he, um, he came to John and said, I want to fly this plane around. I want everybody to know where I am. I want everybody to see it when it's landed. So written across the tail was capitalist tool, the capitalist tool, Forbes magazine, the capitalist tool, which, uh, was a brazen statement of uh, of America, of of New York, of entrepreneurism, um, commercialism. But he also, uh, Malcolm Forbes was a great marketeer. So this is a guy who came with a dream and said, you know, I own, I'm a magazine entrepreneur. 
but I'm going to take my magazine around the world and I want a plane to promote myself. And uh, John was very good at it. So I worked on the plane project with him. I worked on architecture projects, interiors and, and, and architecture projects with John. So John Bannerberg was the entrepreneur's, uh, uh, you know, he, he had an explosion of opportunity. He just would never say no. And I learned that from him. So if someone, and, and the, first, the first plane I got, I went to see a client in England uh, for a, a, a sailing yacht project. And he said halfway through, I really like the way you're talking about space management and utility of space. And I said, okay. He said, have you ever done a plane? And I said, no, not, not since, you know, winch design started. He said, well, I'm going to do a plane. I want you to do the interior of my plane. It's a 727 Boeing BBJ. Do you know what that is? I said, no, nope, got no idea, but I'd do the plane. So the first plane I got was a BBJ-2. Uh, and I was extremely lucky that this English client decided to charter the plane. So he promoted it in in the in the Financial Times, the Telegraph, the Times, uh, uh, the Independent. He got the journalists on board when it was finished to promote it for marketing. It meant everybody saw my first plane. The second plane I got was yeah, we designed a unique plane. The second plane we did, we we started to design was a was a. 767 Boeing 767 uh for a Russian client and it a Russian it, billionaire yes yes and he's got um so he's still flying that plane he's still got the 767 that we built for him so from seeing one plane I got a job that was five times the size of that because I was opportunistic I said and yes yeah you had the proof of concept right you've done something and now you can yeah fish you have to prove you have to prove right? you can do it you got you got that opportunity. That's the the craziest thing that you got the opportunity to design a plane, and then you could design any plane in the world. Yeah, right? you have to knock on the doors. You have to be willing to say yes to people. You have to be willing to to do as long days, long sleepless nights. You you worry the entire career that you you may not be able to achieve success. You worry about will you be able to uh, deliver the dreams of the clients. But again, remember that. Everybody has dreams, and our dream, my my job and a, the job of Winch Design is to deliver dreams. So we're not making uh, a, a McDonald's burger, you know. But McDonald's is a very successful business because people like the flavor. The dream was to have, you know, have this available for everybody. So it's it's all of our dreams. You know, dreams sell opportunities. Opportunities are created by people with enthusiasm. So you've designed all these vehicles and houses and stuff. I mean, what is your dream? I mean, there's still got to be projects that you, like if you could design anything, I mean, you've done so much, but like if you could design anything for anybody, for any person or any kind of class of object or house or anything, I mean, what is, what is cooking up in the back of your mind? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed talking with your father on the talk about electric cars we're looking, I'd love to look at, uh, we are look, talking with some people, I mentioned it to him, about uh, electric boats. I think we will find uh, electric tenders uh, that go on our ships, our yachts. And, you know, why Why not? Because actually you can have a very fast uh, limousine tender and you recharge it every night because you don't leave them on a dock, you take them with you. So a, 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 a beautiful, fast, but very comfortable limousine tender on a mothership that we're designing. Uh, being electric, it's going to be quiet, it's going to be clean, it's going to be better Amazing. for the environment. But I also had on that talk, uh, we were speaking to Triton Submarines, 
and right. they've invited us to look at a submarine concept. And I, I interviewed, I interviewed. Patrick, yeah, I know. I think, is it the Aston Martin? Is it the Aston Martin submarine you're looking at? No, 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 no. Hang on. Why would I do an Aston Martin? I could do a winch. You know, okay. but Aston Martin <laughs> is the Triton submarine. We're going to be doing something with Triton as a concept that is so far out there and so unique. And we've got sketches coming together. I've worked on some already that are, that is a dream. People will, you know, people, what do you, you don't spend money on boring things. You spend money on dreams. And uh, uh, so we're going to, we're going to draw and design something as a concept that Triton will be able to build to, to be an underwater adventurer, not so much an, a, an, an aquanaut, I'd like to call it, rather than an aeronaut or a, or a, an aquanaut, somebody who is, we're going to be able to, to enjoy safely living in under and on the water, but not, not to try and find things, but just to, just to look, just to see this world underwater. So Andrew, just to, to round this out, um, what's your one big piece of career advice to, to a young person, uh, who's, you know, 20, 21, 22, just graduating college, maybe just beginning their life. Like what, what would you tell them? Don't bullshit anybody. Smile when you go to an interview and find what really makes you excited about life. It may be that you just want to be a bicyclist. Well, you may become the greatest bicyclist in the world. You may become the greatest bicycle maker in the world. You may find yourself making a, a maps of the bicycle routes of the world, but you'll be passionate about what you do. So don't, it can be anything. Uh, don't find the passion, jump in. Jump in, jump in, jump in. Swim in that sea of opportunity. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Andrew Winch, the founder and creative director of Winch Design, sharing some incredible business lessons with us. As always, I'll ask you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts as it helps this show grow. And as always, I want you to do one thing, and that is to stay frosty, everybody. Hope you had as much fun on this one as I did. Peace out. See you soon.